Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the inner workings of the creative process. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. As you know, usually in the weeks between interviews, I share a creative pep talk, and this week isn't really any different, but the source is a little bit different. I have been invited to participate in the beta of the new Wisdom app. Wisdom is a phone app that is sort of like Clubhouse, but not exactly the same. Instead of a large panel of people, you have one person talking about a particular topic, and then other people can join in as a guest for several minutes. So it's always a one-on-one conversation at most. Um, But it's been an interesting experiment in the last week or so. And they have recently given us the ability to download our talks. So I decided this week to give you a sample of what that's going to sound like. I'm hoping to be able to use it to do some things like laser coaching and things like that once the app finally officially releases in you know a non-beta version, which should be in the next couple of weeks. But in the meantime, I hope that you'll get a flavor for what that's like and what it might be like to join me on a wisdom talk at some point in the future from this recording. Hey there, I wanted to come in here tonight and talk about how easy it is to be so concerned with what our mind is telling us that we don't listen to anything else. When we get signals from our bodies all the time about what we should do, what we want to do, what's good for us, all of that kind of good stuff. And I was reminded of this today because I had a seven hour Zoom workshop on my schedule and I just, I was dreading it. And it was something that I really, really wanted to do, but I was absolutely dreading it. And you know, while I was taking a shower this morning, I kept thinking, oh, I should go. It's going to be really good. And he's never going to do another one of these again. And I don't want to miss out on whatever it is that might be useful to me. Cause I mean, it's seven hours. It's going to be packed full of great stuff, but everything else in me from the neck down was saying, oh my God, there's not a chance in hell I can manage seven hours on zoom. And I just want to die at the thought of it. And is there any way of not having to do this today. And I kept going back and forth between the two. And I finally thought, you know, the brain is full of thinky thoughts and fears and anxieties and doesn't want to miss out on anything. But the body knows better. You know, the, the body is telling me what I need and I need to listen to it. And I just think that most of us are so busy listening to all of the crazy anxiety that's in our heads that we don't hear what the body is telling us. The body knows we need a break and the body wants to take it. And it's going to, you know, if we don't listen long enough, it's going to find ways to make us take it. And I just feel like, you know, this is something we need to think about more often. We need to get more into the habit of listening to what our bodies have to tell us because they're talking to us all the time. And a lot of the time it signals about, you know, decisions that we should make, which one feels better, not what's on your list of pros and cons, but which one actually feels better when you get out of your head and listen to what your body has to say. There was somebody who had um, wanted to be a guest a minute ago, and I was not ignoring you. I just wanted to 
get that point out before I invited anybody else in. So if any of those of you who are listening want to come talk with me, I would love to talk to you and hear what your experience is with this and what thoughts you have about it. So feel free to hit the button. Here we go. Gary Thompson. Cool. You should be here any second now. You doing? Hi, hi, Gary. How are you? Great, great. Um, yeah, you're speaking my language today. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I um, you know, I'm, I'm excited about this Wisdom uh, app and listening to all the different uh, speakers and just it, it's a wonderful opportunity to, to, to have a place to share um, information to uplift others. And, you know, I said, okay, I, I did my talk yesterday, my introduction, and the common thing I saw, you know, everyone had the challenge with that first recording. And I said, well, <laughs> I got I to do another one. You know, I got to get get on here. And I got some notes together just kind of so I can stay on point. And this morning I was going to record it, but I was tired. My mind, my body said, you need, you need to, you need to take a break. You know, matter of fact, I just got up from a nap and I saw, you know, you, you, you're coming online and I said, Hey, let me just listen in. And you're right. You got to listen to your, your, your body, your mind, your spirit. And, um, you know, I, I said, I'm not going to record today, but I could at least listen and, uh, and kind of agree with what you're talking about here. <laughs> well, kudos to you for listening to what your body was telling you. And, and you are recording right now, technically. Yeah, I guess so. Cause you're on here, which is great. It was yeah. really great. Yeah, I, I think there's so much push to like be productive and must do all the things and, yeah. and it gets in the way of everything else. Exactly. That's one of the things I learned uh, uh, as I share more about uh, my call it my transition plan that happened in 2019 to you know, get my life in order and, and uh, I don't force it anymore. And I can mm -hmm. realize, you know, or, mornings are usually my best time to do things and uh, but I, I do that now. I said, uh, I, I, although I, I want to do it, but I'm going to listen and just, just take a break. Don't do anything, you know? And yeah. I do that. And you know, it's funny because even, you know, while I was paying attention to all of that this morning, I really, really, really wanted to listen to my mind anyway. You know, it was really hard to let go of that idea of, no, seriously, you cannot sit in front of zoom all day. <laughs> you will be a zombie. You will want to kill things. This, that no good will come of this. And I did kind of leave it on in the background long enough to see, oh, look, they're recording it and they'll send the recordings. Excellent. Yeah. You know, but, but even before that, I had decided this is a day to give yourself permission. You can turn it on in the background, but you don't need to pay attention to it. it you know, if something catches your ear and you want to go listen, fine. But, you know, you can also be in a different room reading a book <laughs> and exactly. that's totally okay. And, you know, it's so clear now that I basically paid no attention to it all, all day. I only left it on for maybe two hours that it was such the right call. It was just like, you know, you get that feeling. You probably noticed it yourself this morning. It's like yeah. everything in you just relaxes as soon as you let go of that notion that no, no, I have to do this thing. Even though, you know, that deep part of you knows that's not the thing you ought to be doing. Yeah. And, and you, and, and with something like this, you know, you want to, you, you want to provide value and I didn't want to just do it just to record. Right. And I said, yeah, you know, step back and, uh, just, Hey, do it tomorrow. 
you know, and typically Sundays, I just kind of shut down anyway. I, I have a pretty, uh, pretty demanding job. Um, and just, it, it drains me. And, and Sunday, I just kind of really set back so I can reset for, you know, the next mm-hmm. day. Yeah. 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 I think that's wise. Do you have any favorite reset methods that work really well for you? Uh, don't answer the phone. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. I mean, not unless it's an emergency or something and and people kind of get it now, you know, that uh, same like I can't reach you on Sunday, but I have to set boundaries. You know, Mm -hmm. I I have to set boundaries, even doing projects around the house, things like that. Like you said, you always want to be productive, but I just, you know, I just watch maybe some TV, um, I don't even read or anything because that's still in that productive mindset for me because most of the things I read are personal development type stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's still, I'm still kind of, um, if you will, working towards something. So I might just watch something I've recorded or um, just hang out with the family and just enjoy just doing nothing. I think that's great. I think it's great to give ourselves permission to do that because I think a lot of us need permission to do that because we think it's not okay. Yeah. What about yourself? What, what do you do? Well, while the weather's still nice, I've been trying to get out and go for walks as often as I can. That's a, that's a big one. And I try to get myself out of the habit of, Ooh, I can listen to this podcast on my walk for the same reason okay. as you know, you're yeah. saying about not reading. But, um, when I can, Honestly, the best way I know of to take a break from everything is to go hang out with my nephews who are six and nine. And, you know, there no, no work will happen then. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Just a bunch of play, which I think, you know, play is, is crucial too, because we also think we're not allowed to do that as adults. But, but yeah, that's, that's a good one. But sometimes I'll just grab a coloring book and color for a while. I mean, that really gets your brain out of everything. Yeah. You know, and, and it can be hard to think of things that don't still keep that left brain chugging along. But those those are good ones. And music. Music works for me, too. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So hopefully we've given some people some ideas if they're not sure how to get out of their brain space. So... Yeah. So quick question. I'm uh-huh. new to wisdom and I know my time is running <laughs> out. Here <laughs> How did you invite me to the call? Did I, what did I do? Or, I think it did... does it automatically because ah, the okay. button comes up and says, ask guests to join you, but it doesn't seem to do anything if you click it. So uh, my, I've just come to the conclusion that it must just send out a notification to anybody who's following you and then you uh, see what happens. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's what I got. I got a notification you were on. And so I mean, listen in and, you know, I I guess I did a little work, but this is not really work to me. But yeah, yeah. this is fun, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. It's been a lot of fun to talk to you, get to know you a little bit. Yeah, th- same here. Yeah, I hope that we'll cross paths again. I'm sure we will. Wisdom is a great app. I, I really love and appreciate listening to all the different speakers. I mean, Likewise. I'm enjoying it so far. Grow, 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 and share. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know how to exit. Maybe you have to exit. I I don't know. Let me see.
I'm not sure I can. (laughs) (laughs) We might be stuck here for another two minutes. I'm not sure Uh, if there's a way to do that. Oh, okay. Now I see I got a timer. It's telling me I got uh, two minutes. When I I hopped on the other day until you figure out how to drop me out or I drop out, I was just filling out, going through the process, setting up the app. Mm -hmm. um, I think it was Michael was his name. I I ended up on his, his talk. And he was asking for guests, and I said, what the heck, and I jumped in. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. It is. I think I think there's a little bit of a learning curve, and we're all kind of figuring it out. But, you know, that's that's all right. We'll get the hang of it. Maybe they will add some things to help make it clearer here and there. But yeah. even as it is, it's pretty fabulous. I'm enjoying the heck out of this so far. Sure. So... So what else do you do you do here since we have a minute and a half almost? Well, my background is in technology. I've been doing it uh, in the telecom field for 30 years and um, always had a creative side. But, you know, when you have a family and other responsibilities, a lot of those things that you want to do get put on the side. And um, I finally got to a point where I was able to put everything together as far as just really growing to where I need, I knew I could be. Um, and I'm to a point where I call it the ultimate transition plan because I'm transitioning from my career of 30 years into doing something I love, which is, uh, I want to, well, I'm going to get into uh, filmmaking, uh, Ooh. I'm working on a book right now. I'm finishing up the last chapter of a book and, uh, just stay in that creative space for the rest of my life and, and be able to do well financially. So that's well, now I'm you're saying. singing my song. I love stories like this. That's the, this is exactly the kind of story that I love to put on my podcast. So you should send me a note on Twitter or Instagram or something like that. And we should probably talk. Okay, definitely. I'd love to. Yeah. That's another thing they need here is a way to send each other messages. Cause I don't think there is one. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, you know, I guess it's, it's a beta, right? So they yeah. take feedback. And it looks like I'm going to drop out of here in five seconds. You are. I'll I'll be in touch. I'm not going to do any work today. That sounds fine. Well, thanks for coming and talking with me, Gary. And now I'm wondering if there's anybody else who'd like to come say hi. Here we go. Somebody else is here. Hello, hello. Hi there. Hi, I, I would introduce I, you, but I'm not sure how to pronounce your name. That's quite all right. You pronounce my name, Aiden. I guess okay. you might pronounce it any way you would pronounce it, but that's how <laughs> I pronounce it. I'd like to pronounce it the way you prefer. So that's great. I love that. <laughs> it's your name. <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy, happy weekend, leisure day. Likewise. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, I'm finding the the Wisdom app uh, app is strangely addictive, and so now for my leisure time, I'm just like staring out the window, hanging out on Wisdom, sharing and getting some wisdom. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm finding it really fascinating to see who all's here and and what they're all talking about. So that's really great. It is pretty fun. Um, there's, by the way, if you're in the Wisdom app and you're up on, in the hot seat or whatever we're calling this place where I'm hanging out in this <laughs> conversation right now. Um, there is at the bottom of the screen, there's a little leave button. That's how you leave ah, the hot seat. 
Okay. I heard that part of the conversation. So I was like, there are some things I've figured out and I'm going to tell you what all my <laughs> secrets are. That's one of them. But also you, um, as the host of the talk, um, I believe if you tap on my picture, you can just boot me out. There's like a little door icon and you're like, goodbye. And that would be the end of this. But maybe you won't do that right now. I don't see one. I so, think well, it's... is it an arrow? Yeah. Okay, then I do see that, and I just didn't realize that's what that was. I think that's what that is. <laughs> okay, well, if we run out of things to say in the next eight minutes, we'll give it a try. <laughs> we'll find out. It's going to be really exciting. I think everyone who is listening live is hotly anticipating that moment. Um, Could be. <laughs> the is other what lights us up on wisdom on a Sunday night. How do you get someone off of the hot seat? <laughs> The other thing that I figured out was, I, and this might be, sound really dumb, but I tried hosting a talk with no headphones on and bringing someone into the hot seat and I could not hear them at all. And I deleted that talk, but wow. um, I just couldn't even hear them. And so um, headphones seem to be the secret also. Or at least well, that's with my know, phone. For sure. So if yeah. If you're using my phone, you should absolutely plug in a set of headphones. I haven't done this yet without headphones. So I haven't, haven't had the opportunity to find that out, but wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I even sent them a little like, why can't I hear anybody? And they were like, yeah. sorry, you should be able to hear people, but thanks for letting us know. So <laughs> I have a feeling that a lot of emails are going to them right now with questions. They're probably completely overloaded, but that is a good thing for them to know. Yeah. And for us to know. So thanks for that. Yeah, well, so those are those things, but your talk is not about those things. Uh, your talk <laughs> is about <laughs> it's about. It sounds like because I came in just as you were speaking with Gary, it sounded mm -hmm. like what your talk was about was um, how to listen to what your body needs. Yeah, or just what your body is telling you, you know, because mm -hmm. your mind can get so hung up on an idea that it won't let go while your body is busy saying, you know, um, no, don't want to mm -hmm. do that, shouldn't do that. And, and that's part of why I think we end up feeling so internally conflicted and we don't realize that mm. it's not, it's not even conflict on an even playing field. You know, it's not that your mind is conflicted with itself. Sometimes your mind wants to do one thing and your body is going, mm -mm, no. Or yes. conversely, your mind is looking at your list of pros and cons and saying, this makes no sense. There's no way I should do this. And your body is going, oh, yes, 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 you should. Yeah. Yeah. You know what a great example of this is? Bedtime. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I relate just a little. <laughs> like grown up bedtime is tough stuff for a lot of people. I know it's not just me. Because... It's such a fight. It is such a, right. Cause I literally, I'm like, okay, I'm falling asleep. I can't watch more TV. And yet I'm like, but I don't want to go to bed. Right. I'm like, I'm worse than a five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, no, no. I want to do all these things. And you know, have you heard this term revenge bedtime procrastination? Yes. It is very resonant for me. Yes. Yes. And I think it is. And for anybody who hasn't heard of this idea, it's, it's this notion that, you know, you're, you're insisting on staying up because 
you've had to do so many productive things all day that you didn't necessarily <laughs> want to do that. Damn it. Now is my time yeah. and I'm going to use it even if it means I'm up until one o'clock in the morning. And then you wonder why you end up in this cycle of being sleep deprived and everything else. But, but they have kind of identified this as a, a real thing that happens to many of us that we didn't necessarily have a name for, but, but yeah, that's a huge yeah. body mind conflict. It's, uh, yeah, I've had to um, experiment with my own self. I mean, who else am I going to, I guess I could experiment with somebody else, but it's better for me if I experiment with myself on this. It's probably easier too. <laughs> it is a lot easier. It is. But I, uh, yeah, I've, because I feel better when I get more sleep. My husband is really supportive of me getting good sleep. Um, mostly because that's when he gets his alone time. He does all of the care for the household. He does laundry and he cooks our meals and he makes sure the kiddo gets to school and gets picked up. But so he's he's going all day doing things for other people. So I think he gets really excited when I go to bed and he can just play video games. <laughs> because, <laughs> because if I'm up, I'm like, well, I worked hard and I want to watch TV, but I want to watch TV together. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, you know, I think it's a win-win when I get a good night's sleep because I feel better. And also he gets to play video games, which is what he wants. And so, you know, he's really supportive. And at the same time, I still, knowing that both of us want me to go to bed on time, I still fall into this trap. So some of the things that seem to have worked so far, more more times than they've failed, um, is setting setting my bedtime reminder on my phone so that I'm reminded that I wanted to go to bed before I even had that moment that I'm sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just like a little reminder. And my goal is to be in bed before I get my reminder that it's time to go to bed. Ooh, you have like a contest with yourself. That's great. Yeah. Cause clearly there's some kind of like rebellious challenge thing happening there. So mm-hmm. I needed to like set up a little bit of a challenge for myself. Um, so the bedtime reminder comes on past my bed. No, past the time when I tend to fall asleep involuntarily watching TV, but still insist I want to stay there. <laughs> so, I'm, yes. So I am in trouble if that, if I get to that point and that happens, I am in trouble. But if I can get to bed before any of that happens, it's, it's really, it's good stuff. And the other thing that I've done is, you know, it's maybe it's not that healthy of a routine. My husband's really trying to get me to have a bedtime routine that doesn't involve my cell phone because Mm -hmm. we don't sleep with our phones in the room. Um, so if I fall asleep with my phone with me, he then has to come in in the dark and find my phone and then go plug it in. (laughs) So so it's like, again, he's really supportive of me having a healthier, it's good for both of us. But right. uh, right now the routine is I like to play Candy Crush to unwind. So um, if I'm playing Candy Crush at that sweet spot when it's time to go to bed, I remind myself what well, I could be playing Candy Crush in bed. So it's not ideal, but it does actually work. Yeah. You know, I think what works is individual for everybody. And if that's working for you, I wouldn't argue with it. <laughs> more times than it doesn't. I wouldn't yeah. say it's a hundred percent, but more times than it doesn't. But it's, it is, it's so interesting because, you know, all day long, I work with clients helping them make great choices for their lives, for their careers, for their teams. And then I, and then there I am in a sped time and I'm like, I'm a people with habits. Yeah. I feel like that's the coach's curse too. Like it's mm-hmm. always easier to help other people figure their stuff out than it is to work on your own. 
Yeah. I need a sleep coach. Like, you know how babies get sleep coaches? I need a sleep coach. For <laughs> I'll bet most of us need a sleep coach. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I well, think it's so you. true. You're so welcome. Thank you. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I'm glad that you pushed the button. Heck yeah. It's good to connect with you. And on that note, I'm going to leave before the 10 second countdown. We still have 38 seconds, but I'm going to voluntarily go just to show that it's possible. Okay. That sounds it's good. It's that little leave button at the bottom. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you, Aiden. Oh, it worked. So now we know the little leave button at the bottom of the screen. And here's somebody else. Um, there was somebody else. Allison, I don't know if you hit the button by mistake or if you wanted to call. Oh, there you are. It's, it's magic. Here I am. <laughs> it didn't do its little countdown thing like it has for everybody else. So that was very interesting. It did for me. Oh, I saw it. Well, welcome. Good to know, right? <laughs> Thank always you. good to know. <laughs> yeah. How are you? I'm great. I was enjoying your conversation with Aiden. It was just fun. It was very fun. Yeah. Everybody's been a lot of fun so far. So I'm, I'm psyched about this whole surprise collaborator guest thing. And I wasn't sure how that would work out originally, but so far it's been great. It, it's always good. So it's always working out for us. Yeah. So, so anyway... So listening to your yeah, mind I'm, and body. So I, you know, to your body and your mind, well, both. But so what came up for me was that a couple of years ago, back in my 30s, a couple of years ago, I mean, like 20, 20 years ago, 51 now, <laughs> um, I remember needing to pay attention to the signals that were coming through to get rid of certain food groups. I remember in my, in my thirties, I was doing triathlons and I was doing all of these different, um, exercise things. And I used to have this breakfast cookie every morning before I would go biking. And I remember I needed to pay attention to how agitated it started to make me, but I had this routine. It was something that I did, but what I realized later after getting tests and stuff, I had a gluten sensitivity. But mm. I think sometimes we get into these ruts about, I have to have this and then add that food group in there, right? It's like, I have to have this. But if you pay attention to your body, if that thing is not good for you, it will tell you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll also tend to tell you what you need. You yes. know, if you haven't had enough veg today, it will start craving salads, you know, or stir fry mm -hmm. or something like that. I find. Yes. So, I mean, that's the thing that I think would, would do every human creature so much good would be to sort of set the mind and the mental I need. Cause I had a friend too, who was diabetic and she was seeing a dietitian who was trained in a specific way. And the dietitian kept saying, you have to have bread. And Amy kept going, you know what? I don't think bread is good for me. My body specifically. Mm -hmm. um, turned out it was causing her blood sugar to shoot through the roof. So it's sure. like, even when there's an expert going, you should do this. You know, you got to listen to your own body. Yeah. And, and, you know, this is reminding me, there's a, a group near where I live in New Jersey 
called the Suppers Programs, and they help people get away from processed foods and learn how to, you know, cook whole foods and incorporate that kind of stuff. And one of their big mottos is how you feel is data. And they are firm believers that you need to listen to how you feel before you listen to what an expert tells you. Like you can take what an expert tells you into consideration, but just like what you're saying, if you feel bad after you eat bread, you probably want to not eat the bread regardless of what somebody tells you about, you need to have this thing. I had somebody try to tell me once that, you know, oh, popcorn, popcorn is great and it's high fiber and it's really good for you. And like, yeah. And you know what? I can eat an enormous bowl of popcorn and be starving an hour later. I'm pretty sure it's spiking my blood sugar because that's the only reason I can think of that that would happen. So I'm not eating the popcorn. And she thought that was just crazy. And I'm like, well, that's fine. You can eat all the popcorn you want. I'm just not going to. Mm-hmm. I feel the same. But, but yeah. It's like, yeah, I love it, but it doesn't love me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what else is interesting? It's like, I think sometimes keeping on the topic of food and listening to your body, it's like if you've been doing a certain thing, eating a certain way, consuming certain things, and you habitually have chronic symptoms that you don't even know are symptoms like constipation or the reverse, right? Mm-hmm. Or chronic sleepiness or headaches or something that you haven't connected the dots to. Um, if anyone's listening and has those kinds of issues, like absolutely, so, you know, begin to, you can begin to alter what you eat to, um, and then your body will tell you, you know, yes, something is different. It's either a good different or a bad different. Yeah. And that, that program that I was talking about, the suppers program, they, they literally teach you how to do that. You know, it's like, try changing one thing and see if you feel better and, you know, try cutting out grain for a week or try cutting out dairy for a week or whatever and, and test it and see what happens. And it's, it's literally, you know, experimenting on your own system and it has worked incredibly well for people. The the people in that group have really made amazing changes and are far healthier for it. So, you know, it, there's all sorts of stuff that you can find out when you change what you're eating and pay attention to how you feel as a result, for sure. Yeah. And just remembering you're an individual. Um, you know, something else I thought of too, as you were talking with, it's sort of taking a left turn. It's like another topic. Um, (laughs) but it's like when you say listening to your mind and all the kinds of chatter that goes on, it's really interesting because, um, the mind versus the body and what you, what your mind thinks you should do versus what you, you know, really, you know, is right for you because you're getting an intuitive hit or something. Like I get people on Instagram who it's the same message, but different accounts who keep sending me this message. Like if you want to be featured as one of the top 10 coaches in the, you know, basically it's a paid thing. And it's Mm -hmm. easy to get, I remember there was a point where I used to get stimulated into fear thinking I was, I was, if I didn't do that, then I'd be missing something. Where yeah. in, intuitively, you know, you don't need that thing. You know, you're right. like, calm, calm the heck down. <laughs> it's going yeah. to be fine. What are you getting so worked up about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's, that's another great example. Marketing stuff can really mess with your whole sense of what you do and don't need and even what you do and don't want to do. Ugh, it's terrible. You know, it's and designed it really, to do that. Throw your body off too. <laughs> yeah. It throws everything mm-hmm. off. 
Yes. And, and that's a hard one to tell. It's kind of like what we were just talking about with food. You know, we're so used to ingesting marketing messages that we don't necessarily notice them and notice what it's doing to us and stop and think, do I really need this thing? Whereas if you stop and ask your body, ask your gut, however you envision or or imagine that, it'll probably steer you in the right direction and say, no, you know what? You don't really need that. Or yeah, this one I think is really good. This one we should do. Totally. I'm, I'm a huge on intuition. Like if people understood the, 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 what's the the profound, profound nature of intuition and how much valuable information comes through for an individual, um, through the body that can help you through those mental hurdles. It's like, that's once one of my, you know, drums I'm beating. It's like your intuition will, will, and it comes through in the body, you know, will help you solve so many problems that your mind creates for you. Yes, absolutely. And, and, you know, I mean, they say that like how many neurons are there in your gut? I mean, it's like at least as many are in your head, I think, oh, it's but I could be wrong brain. about that. It's so don't quote me. Yeah. Okay. No, it's, there you it's go. The so gut, I'm not the gut off base with a, that, but no. Yeah. At one point I, I got the, what's called a check certification. There's a guy named Paul check who has an Institute. And I thought it, at one point I was going to go into like holistic lifestyle coaching with food. And, and then I was like, nah, <laughs> I do something else. <laughs> but I learned a lot. I learned a lot about listening to I your bet. mind, you know, and, and listening to your, to your body, but also, you know, countering your mind when it's like, on the railroad track out of town, <laughs> beating off the cliff. Like, <laughs> yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now it's all okay. It's yes, all it's okay. okay. No matter how many times your brain tries to tell you, no, no, I need this. We should do that. The world is ending, <laughs> which is the hardest <laughs> thing to remember in those moments. So oh, hard because, you know, it happens to me. My brain spins around and it's like, what's going on? And I'm, inordinately proud of myself on days like today when I say, you know what, I'm listening to the fact that my body is clenching at this idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, good. yeah. Cause it's so easy not to. Mm-hmm. So I will, so, I will practice, I will practice with the leave button since I have 24, 23, <laughs> and we'll see. Well, what thank happens. you for, for coming and saying hi and talking with me. I've enjoyed this. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. So we'll see. I don't know if there's anybody else or if we want to call it a night. I'll give it a couple seconds and see if anyone else pops in. All right. We have somebody coming in here. Hello. Can you hear me? There you are. I can now. (laughs) How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. And and I'm going to ask you the same question I I asked Aiden. I want to make sure that I know how to pronounce your name properly. Okay. It's Quotina. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. I um, was listening to your conversation and your topic of listening to your body and your mind. It's 
so important to like get that memo when your body is saying I'm tired or as you were saying, you know, popcorn wasn't your thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though it could have been, you know, right for someone else, it wasn't right for you. I can relate to that because um, in my family, I'm noticing that the midsection kind of sticks out a little bit. And (laughs) we've been told by this doctor, (laughs) right. (laughs) We've been told by this doctor and that doctor to do this and do that. And it's going to work. And, you know, let's just say six months later, it has not worked. And um, I'm like, well, that didn't work. And I'm not paying, I'm not paying all that money to keep trying things. So we're just going to have to watch what we eat or what we stress about. And if you just take a moment and stop rushing into trying to find a solution, it actually comes to you. Mm -hmm. So about, uh, about a week ago, we were all sitting there, you know, there was chaos in the house. Everybody was talking. It was this. I'm like, okay, so stress is a big thing. And then we were talking about how everyone has, you know, their lactose intolerant. And I'm like, well, bingo. If we're lactose intolerant, you know, that could make your stomach distend because you can't digest everything right. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, um, if I would have listened to my body a long time ago, I probably would have stopped eating this. But because it tastes good, I looked over it, right? Right? So, That's so hard. Bring it <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, it shouldn't taste so good. So um, yeah, when you brought up the topic about listening to your body, I'm like, you know, it does go hand in hand. We just have to mm-hmm. stop being so hard. At yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's like, it's your mind that wants the thing that it knows tastes good because it's a memory. Right. Right. Whereas your body right. is, you know, sitting here going, Oh Lord, please no. <laughs> please, I remember the last right. time. Please no. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and I, I you know, I don't want to get down on the mind because obviously the mind is a great thing. And I'm not trying to say that it's not, but right. so often it's it, it clouds the wisdom that we have that's coming from other places because we're too busy getting caught up in its Tasmanian devil routine and not even noticing the rest of what is sitting there waiting for us. If we just pay attention. Right. So my family, well, I had decided I say my family, because normally if I do it and somebody's going to try to take the stuff I eat. So we're all practicing here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So um, I, I decided I'm like, okay, well, you know, I've been looking at this vegan thing, but I'm like, I like meat so much, right? Mm-hmm. But then one day, one day, I got this feeling like I don't even want to eat meat anymore. So Ooh. I noticed, uh, you're right. I noticed I kept going a couple of days without eating meat and I felt good. I'm like, okay, so what yeah. am I going to use to fill up that space? And then, you know, all of a sudden this commercial, like on the queue, came up with some healthier items, healthier choices. So we tried them <laughs> and we all were like, man, <laughs> we were all were like, man, your salad tastes great. I'm like, does it now? <laughs> so we tried something else with it. And um, without thinking about it, I started noticing that my clothes was fitting differently and mm-hmm. the midsection was going down. And I'm like, the only thing I had to do, and I know I'm hard headed. The only thing I had to do was <laughs> stop focusing so much on, I want this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to eat this. 
and just changed my mind to like, okay, well, I started growing healthier stuff six months ago, but I didn't eat it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now it's like, uh, duh, try eating it. And we yeah. And we start feeling better. There was less um, stress. There was less arguing. And I'm just like, it goes, as I think, as I said before, it all goes hand in hand. We make things harder by putting, like, overthinking. I know for me. Yes. I overthought that thing six times. But it was so much easier (laughs) on my body because high blood pressure, right, high blood pressure was like, look, now you're dizzy. Did you really need that? No, not really. (laughs) You never, you're right. <laughs> you never think about, okay, maybe I did need that until the pains come or the swelling. And I'm just like, one day I woke up and I'm like, I don't like the way my body looks. What's going on? And, you know, I got hit in the face with like, okay, change this. Start doing this. Do this, do that. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I finally, I give it. And the moment that I gave in to actually positive thinking, letting go of things, not having to be right all the time, I started feeling better. So I'm just like, okay, so I'm just going to sit over here in my little corner and shut up, you know? Yeah, you know, the not having to be right all the time thing, that is huge too. But but I also feel like, you know, all of this, everything that you have just described about you know, having an instinctive feeling, change this, try this other thing is, is like the heart of what good coaching is about. You know, it's helping you notice those things that you might not have noticed before. You know, it's not telling you what to do. It's helping you figure out the things that somewhere deep inside you, you already know, but your brain hasn't figured out that you know. And when you figure that stuff out, you're right. It is so much easier and so much less stressful. And, you know, if we forget that there are other ways to get information and in fairness, none of us is as good as noticing the things we say as the people we say them to, which is why coaches exist. But, you know, once we start to pay attention to that and, and stop you know, wrestling with ourselves in our heads all the time, it does get so much easier. Yeah. So much easier. For me, I was, for me, I was like, when I had that aha moment, I'm like, duh, how many years have I wasted doing this when I could have just stepped back a little bit? But that aggressive part of me was like, no, I'm not wrong, but I was. (laughs) Yeah. Cause we don't want to be wrong. it's, it's, right. We don't want to be wrong, but um, yeah, I was we're all scared to be say, wrong. Well, I'll be a, right. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm, I, I'm going to be accountable and this, this and that. And then when it was time to be accountable, I'm just like, Ooh, a hypocrite. I was. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I noticed that, um, a lot of the stress that I was projecting came from overthinking. Mm-hmm. It wasn't exactly, it wasn't my reality. I was seeing it and I was forming it the way I thought was right. And then when I had a, you know, slap in the face, you find out, okay, so it really wasn't that. And then, yeah. you know, the hell starts reacting when your mind has decided we're going to finally let this go. Mm-hmm. I had gotten gotten to a point to where I wanted to let things go, 
but I didn't know how. And then I had to yeah. go on that track of finding that out. And once I did, I'm just like, oh, I feel so slow. But finally, <laughs> you know, all that extra pain and stuff is gone. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I, I want to just take a second to normalize the whole overthinking thing because I'm here to tell you right. if overthinking were an Olympic sport, it would be one hell of a crowded field. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would be right in there with you. And so would pretty much everybody else I know. And probably most, oh, wow. if not all of the people who are listening to this talk. And, you know, it's, you know, it's such a common thing and it's not the easiest mm -hmm. thing to train yourself out of. But I think right. if you, you know, start listening to the other wisdom you have, it gets easier. Maybe not overnight, but eventually. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Right. I learned it comes with maturity. Once you. That you know, too. As they say, man up or put your big girl panties on. You become more <laughs> mature. You, you, you tend to see where you're. Or you just have teenagers and let them point out. Uh-oh. Quotina, I'm so glad that you came and said hi and joined me this evening, even though you got cut off there. But I, I think all of these conversations have been super valuable to this topic. And I am kind of inclined to call this a good, solid talk at this point. So I'm going to sign off since nobody else has pushed the button. And I hope that you guys will come and talk to me again, because this has been great. Catch you later. You can find show notes, the six creative beliefs that are screwing you up, and more at fycuriosity.com. I'd also love for you to join the conversation on Instagram. You'll find me at fycuriosity. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade. If you like Follow Your Curiosity, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell your friends. It really helps me reach new listeners. See you next time.